Off the Record is a show from 88.1 WKNC in which DJs talk with artists about everything from their music to upcoming tours to former bandmates' birthdays. Make sure to follow WKNC on SoundCloud and Tumblr so you never miss a beat. Enjoy! Hello, you're listening to WKNC 88.1. That was the song uh, Penny's Week by Zephyr Bones. Uh, we're in the studio here today with some very important people. This is... How do you pronounce your name? I'm sorry, Charles. Yes. And Adam. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and let you say it. Um, yes, and... Um, we have Charles from the Raleigh Little Theater here today. Um, you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Tell me about how long you guys have worked for your respective businesses and how you got your start. Right, the Poor House Music Hall. Uh, I took over ownership of the business August 1st of 2012, so coming up on my six-year anniversary there. Um, since then, we've really tried to expand the the genres of music that we put out, the number of shows that we put out, and so now we're averaging eight to nine shows a week in about 13, 1,400 bands a year. Uh, we hit all styles, so one night it might be bluegrass, the next night might be metal, and anything in between. Uh, we book a lot of local acts, and we also book a lot of national and international acts. Um, our main focus is putting through really exciting national touring bands and pairing them up with who we think are the most exciting local bands in hopes to grow their fan base and get our locals on a national level. Yeah. And I've been at the poor house for yeah, six years. I already said that, didn't I? Also about to have lucky number seven here. Yeah, man. Hello, we have a new guest in the studio. Emily Mussolino's in the house. Yep. What's going on, everybody? So Charles, you want to give us um, a quick introduction? You work for or wait, you're the executive director at Raleigh Little Theater, which is a little north of NC State University. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Brock. Yeah, I'm the executive director at Raleigh Little Theater. Like you said, we're a, uh, a theater, a community theater. We have uh, a lot of really great spaces. We're just a couple blocks north of D.H. Hill on Pogue Street. And so we do plays year-round. We've got, um, right now, we're about to open Into the Woods, uh, which is a... a a, our teen summer conservatory show and then uh, right after that we're going to do sister act the musical but uh those are in our indoor spaces we also have this 2000 seat beautiful outdoor amphitheater called the stevenson amphitheater um the whole campus was originally a wpa project and so we have all this really great space and when i started at raleigh little theater i knew adam and we started just brainstorming about like how can we use that space and get people outside more and uh and enjoy some local music you know really we see the proximity to nc state the proximity to cameron village is a real plus so we just started brainstorming we came up with groove in the garden this is now year number four um we also do some other kind of outdoor events like we have a free outdoor movie series um actually tonight we're showing labyrinth uh and we're doing a movie party with the alamo draft house which should be a lot of fun and uh, and then three more movies after that. We do some other kind of concert things. Maybe I'll get a chance to talk about that later. But one of my most favorite things that we do is Groove in the Garden, 
this is year number four. And uh, so, yeah, we're just really stoked to be on here. We appreciate WKNC being a media sponsor and helping us out with the show. And it, this year's going to be really awesome. It's Saturday, September 22nd. Nice. And uh, the Raleigh Little Theater is a very beautiful place. And um, got some great music to be playing there. What a good combination. We're going to be playing some of that music later on this hour. I just wanted to know this lineup um, that was recently. No, it was, it was released a while ago. But this lineup is just straight up. It's crazy. Um, and I think all of the artists are from. We we're talking about this. I think all of the artists are from the Triangle. Um, mainly from Durham and Raleigh. Do we need Chapel Hill artists? I don't know. Do we need Chapel Hill artists? Yeah, yeah. Blue Cactus. They're from Chapel Hill, Carborough area. You live in Durham, right? I do. Yeah, Emily lives in Durham. Nice. A fellow Durhamite. I'm also from Durham. Nice. What's your name? My name is Brock. Yeah. What, what was it? My name is Brock. Nice to meet you, Brock. Nice. <laughs> um, where are you guys from originally? Are you guys originally from the Triangle or not? I'm originally from Chicago, actually. Um, I left Chicago uh, for college in San Diego and lived out there for 10 years mm-hmm. uh, before moving to Raleigh to uh, do the music thing. Yeah, I'm from Raleigh and I went to like middle school, high school here and I went to Carolina. So uh, I was actually a WXYC DJ, but yeah, like one of my best friends was music director at KNC. So um, yeah, I'm actually getting married on Saturday and he's in my wedding. So uh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, we're stoked. So uh, KNC is awesome. Love KNC. I've been a big fan for a long time and uh, it's cool to come on here. Yeah, thanks for being here. So, whenever Emily feels like playing a song, she can just let me know over the airlines. Okay. <laughs> but no rush. I can play a song. Okay. Um, I was just, I needed a, a second to decide which one. There's no so no problem, no problem. I'll be I just have so many things to say. <laughs> That's your chance. Yeah, I know. Now's my chance. All right, well then. I'm going to do my my feminist soapbox anthem of a song. Um, we have one mic at the guitar and one mic at my voice, I assume. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, so this song is called Shatter the Ceiling. And I wrote it um, after I got back from the Women's March in Washington, D.C., which was the day after the Trump inauguration. So I went from having absolute despair in the state of the nation to feeling a lot of hope and solidarity as I saw like millions of women all banding together and saying, this is not okay. This culture that we have, this rape culture, it's it's not okay. You know, some of the, the president can say, grab by the and that's okay. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? So do my, can I not say that? Oh no. Yeah. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's cool. You have to do a public apology now. Uh, I'm sorry, WKNC listeners, <laughs> if any children are listening. Well, this, uh, we that's my, this is my point. Yeah. That the president is saying this. It, yeah. You know what I mean? Point, so there's yeah. no rules anymore. And it's, it's uh, anyway, I'm going to play this song because the <laughs> song has, is a lot more eloquent than when I start talking, ranting about it. It's all right. We're here for the ranting. <laughs> Oh. 
was great. Oh my gosh, that voice. Oh my gosh. Thank you I so much. I got goosebumps. Uh huh. I'm just so passionate about this. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Thank you for blessing us with that. Um, so Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. That's really all we want. Marginalized communities. We want to be heard. We want to be acknowledged. I actually wanted to talk about that. In terms of inclusivity, this lineup, it's like, I think it's all almost all female bands. It's so badass. I was so stoked when I saw it. Mm -hmm. The lineup. I was like, yes, Raleigh, mm -hmm. coming through with the lineup. Yeah, and it really all happened organically. Um, the lineup is what it is just by the musicians that are on it being great. And it wasn't like, <laughs> let's throw a bone to the women. Like It was thing. absolutely not that. So <laughs> we've talked about it on this program before the last three years, and, you know, Charles and I talk about it all the time. You know, when we start grooving the garden planning process, we start with a list of 100 North Carolina bands then whittle it down to like 40. And when we did that first cut, like 36 of the 40 bands that we had on that list were female fronted. And that happened just because, you know, Emily plays at the poorhouse all the time. Lydia, Lomelands, Pie Face Girls, Kate Rudy, mm -hmm. all these bands that are playing, they're just phenomenal. And they're some of our favorite nights of the year because the music's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're so, all of those bands are so good. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're super happy about it. And, you know, when we saw that, that was a theme that was surfacing. Um, when we reached out to bands, we'd let them know, hey, it's starting to see seem like this is going to be mostly female fronted uh, or gender queer bands. Yeah, and mm -hmm. uh, the response was great. They're like, that sounds awesome. Let's, I'm totally in. If you if you can have me on the lineup, I would love to be on there. Mm -hmm. uh, and we let people know, and we ended up with 11 of our favorite bands in the in the state. And uh, every year, it seems to be the festival seems to get closer and closer to the triangle area. We always view local as North Carolina. And in the past we've had bands from Asheville and Wilmington, Charlotte, all over the place. And this year it's, it's a hundred percent triangle. And that wasn't on purpose either. It's just another theme that surfaced. Well, I think it's just a testament to how much community there is here and how all of the artists support each other. Like, you know, there's, the bigger cities, you know, Nashville, sometimes New York, sometimes it can be kind of cutthroat. There's a lot of competition. I feel like here it's not, it's not like that as much. Like there's there's more standing together instead of yeah. fighting against each other. Especially in the Triangle, I'm surprised honestly. <laughs> Maybe this is a a roast of Raleigh, but I was I would expect this lineup in Durham, but I don't know about Raleigh. It seems like a big city. <laughs> My apologies. No, but I don't know. Just my point Savage. being, like, there's a, there's a big sense of community. And what are you saying, man? <laughs> anyway, mm -hmm. but it is a great lineup. Just, just for the record. Um, yeah, if you're not really familiar with any of the acts, uh, and we really view Groove in the Garden as a chance for you to come out at a really reasonable price all day long. You get to see what we think are some of the best bands in the state. Mm -hmm. um, and how many hours of playing are like in total there's 11 bands. bands it's over seven and a half hours oh wow yeah so starts at two o'clock it's over by nine o'clock so you can be home and <laughs> in bed before it gets too dark or you can oh. you know come to the poorhouse afterwards and keep the party going with southern culture on the skids that night oh snap uh, i didn't know that yeah. i'm gonna After be there party. i'm gonna definitely gonna go to that show uh, we'll, we'll save you a spot yes <laughs> nine or ten hours of music that's crazy yeah all day celebration so uh the on the lineup this year, the headliner is Lydia Lovelace. She's a recent transplant from Ohio, so she's now officially North Carolina. She plays rock and roll, country, Americana, music blend. 
really killer voice, just like Emily. She's one of those singers. The moment she opens her mouth, you've got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, right before Lydia on the main stage is Lomelands. Um, you might know Kim Register from the Pinhook. They're on Trekkie Records. They play like a combination of lush pop that sounds very reminiscent of the 70s. Um, Pie Face Girls, some of our favorite. Dandy works for us at the poorhouse as well. Um, they're straight up punk rock and a whole lot of fun. If you've never seen them, make it a point to come it's and see them. It's a hell of a show. Yeah. They can play. Bodies go flying through the air. We'll see what happens at the garden during the daytime. <laughs> and Clay always looks the best. He's the best oh, member yeah. of the band. Plays, plays my man. And then uh, right before Pie Face Girls, we've got Kate Rudy, who she, again, incredible voice, writes beautiful, beautiful folk songs. Um, she is the first act in Groove in the Garden history. I guess we can call it history now. They were in the fourth year that has played the festival two years in a row. Um, she played on our garden stage last year, and you know she was a festival favorite, so we had to bring her back this year and put her on the main stage. Um, right before her, we've got Zensofly, which uh, a lot of people are touting as the new queen of North Carolina hip-hop. Her show's too incredible, so much fun, really unique. Um, before her, Trace Chicas, they've been around for a little bit, so we're super excited to have them back out on the big stage. And they're on Reverb Nation, right? I'm sure they are. Okay. And probably just there. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, but you, you might know Caitlin Carey, um, one of the members. She was originally in Whiskey Town with Ryan Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, New Reveille, right before them, great Americana alt-country band. They're finally back in action after yes. a couple of years, have some new music. So we're super excited to see them again. Um, and then over on the garden stage, we've got Reese McHenry. Um, yes. You may know her from Dirty Little Heaters. Um, she's also got a, a duo called Reese McHenry and the Fox. She's blowing up real big right now, writing incredible tunes. She's actually uh, playing with the Dirty Little Heaters at the end of this month at the Poor House with the Bleeding Hearts. So come on out and catch her there with that lineup. And then Emily's also over on the Garden Stage. And if you're not familiar with the Garden Stage, it's a really cool setup. So if you're familiar at all with the Rose Garden at Raleigh Little Theater, you know there's a big open space in the middle of all the roses. So we set up a little stage in the middle there and it becomes an in-the-round stage. So people circle up on all 360 degrees on the stage, makes it really intimate, really cool performances, always a highlight of the festival. Um, and then we've got Kamara Thomas. And she, I guess you could call it like interstellar Americana, kind of bending towards country a little bit. Really incredible lyrics, really incredible playing. And uh, Blue Cactus, also out of the Carborough area, plays, you know, they play country music like it's intended to be played like country music used to sound like or like it should sound and that's our lineup oh and this year we added uh on the main stage in between bands uh dj lux posh will be nice spinning mm-hmm. cool well i think i might take the opportunity to do a music break uh but stick to wknc 88.1 because we're going to be back here interviewing the guys and emily um if she feels like playing any more songs i don't know She's, are, are you talking to me? Yeah, she's free to if she wants to. You want me to play a song now? Uh, no, I just... <laughs> in a few minutes, I'm sorry. Anyway, okay. Um, no. no, no, not right now. <laughs> but I'm going to play... Um, this song is Mile High by Lydia Loveless, which is one of the like headlining acts, you would say, from this year's uh, Groove in the Garden. Yeah, she'll probably go on around 8 p.m. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Here you go. I know that you like, but you missed it so much that you gotta catch a flight. 
Hello, you're listening to WKNC 88.1. That was the song Like That by Zenso Fly. Before that was the song Baby I'm Running by Lomelands. Before that was Mile High by Lydia Loveless. These are all local artists that are being that are playing this year at the annual Groove in the Garden Music Festival. <coughs> we are back in the studio with Charles and Adam and also our special guest Emily. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> such ADD. Yes. <laughs> so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's talking to me again. Okay, hello. <laughs> She's also playing at the Groove in the Garden Festival. And, um, yeah, we just heard a live song from her a couple minutes ago. Um, but before that, we were just talking about <laughs> how great the lineup is and when and where it is and, uh, what stages there are. There are two stages, of course. There's the big stage and the the amphitheater and the uh, the garden stage, if I'm not mistaken. My apologies. No, you got it. Yeah, cool. Um, well, it's about halfway through the hour. Um, if Emily <laughs> would like to play a song. You can address me directly, man. I'm, I'm sorry. sitting right here. I apologize. <laughs> I'd love to play another song. Cool. So this is this song is called February Wind and I wrote it. I went through a pretty dramatic breakup a couple months ago and it was really crazy. And I don't feel like telling the entire story on air, but it's cool. Um, this song is kind of like the resolution song. Like after all that mess went down, I was like fixing to go crazy, and if I didn't take vacation, it was really gonna happen. So I just got in my car and I drove from North Carolina all the way down to. Uh, Key West, Florida, which is the southernmost tip of the United States that you can go. And it was a really awesome trip. I went through Charleston. I went through Savannah. I went. I saw, like, parts of Florida I haven't seen. I saw, like, the Daytona Speedway. and I just saw, like, a whole bunch of the eastern seaboard that I hadn't seen and met a lot of awesome people and um, just happened to meet up with, like, a family friend slash mentor figure down there in Key West. And we went down to the pier right at the end where it meets the ocean and I sang this song, and I just let it all go into into the ocean and felt completely rejuvenated. So anyway, the song is called February Wind. We're so lucky to have you here. Um, just wanted to ask you while you're in the studio, Emily, uh, what new material you're working on? Well, I've got like a whole album of material that wow. just materialized. Like mm. it was great. I just released the record in in oh. April at the Poor House. I just finished releasing a record, and then all this crazy drama went down with my ex, and I have like ten new songs. <laughs> so I'm really excited because. Um, and they've got the title for everything. The, the title of the album is going to be called Kill Devil, How Dare You. Nice. Because I'm at this chick in the Outer Banks, and that's the town. And I think it's appropriate because she's the devil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I've got all these wow. songs. And um, I'm really excited because I've, I've started this project called Mama May I. And it's a, it's a collective 
basically the idea of it is it's me and, and uh, Misty Mayhem, who's another fabulous artist, are um, those founding members. And so we're kind of like a band slash women's rights organization slash union all in one thing. So the whole idea is like we've created a, you know, a Facebook group and an Instagram and all that stuff. And we try to, um, you know, we're going to try to like schedule meetups and, and have open communication about different things in the business that you can't just talk about in a public forum. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, have jam sessions and uh, it's just really exciting. So so that that's also we've been working on a bunch of new material for that. So, yeah, it's yeah. Songs are abundant. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I don't like as far as a timeline. I don't really have that quite nailed down yet. I would assume it's probably going to be next year, sometime in the spring, um, because we have to record everything. But I'm planning on kind of picking out like the A team of awesome musicians, and uh, trying to keep it as female centric as possible. How about we do a live album recording at the Poorhouse instead? That'd be pretty rad. I'd definitely be down to do that. The live, because the live album was the direction I was going. Like I don't, I don't know. The last album I did was it was you know tracking more and that that it worked. But it's there's something about the live energy. It's just like you know if you just get everybody together and practice enough, you don't need to do a bunch of takes. You know. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, again, it's very we're very lucky to have you here in the studio. Um, I guess this this next question is just an open question for the room. Um, what of the what are some of the most memorable performances of the past three years at the uh, Groove in the Garden Music Festival? Anyone can answer this one. So there's so many. I, probably, like, I think this will be the... So it's the fourth year of the festival overall. It's the third year of the Garden Stage. Mm-hmm. I got that right? Um, and to me, the Garden Stage has been maybe, like, one of my favorite new additions just because hanging out in the Rose Garden... It's just great, even if there's not music. It's just got, like, a, a very special kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I think that when when there's just really... I, I think Adam's done a really good job of booking bands there that fit really well in that space. I really love last year Boom Unit Brass Band, which is a New Orleans-style brass band. They closed it out in uh, the... They closed out the garden stage, and then they, like, led everybody on a parade into the amphitheater so that was super fun last year but I also just really love Kate Rudy's set in there because I was totally blissed out I mean I just kind of leaned back and was like looking at the plants and the flowers Mm -hmm. listening to Kate Rudy and just I thought man I'm really lucky to work here this is really perfect yeah uh the second year um we had the reunion of the fabulous knobs Mm. which was their first show in over 30 years so it was really great to see them back in action. And again, we've done a few shows with them since. Um, so that was fabulous. They had T-shirts that they found that they had had, they had, they had, had them printed in the 80s. And yeah, they'd like the box forgotten. Them, yeah. <laughs> and they were like these really awesome, like they were like oh. pink neon on black, cool T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, you ha- if you had T-shirts printed in the 80s and you like haven't worn them, there's still like new T-shirts basically. Yeah, really nice. might be you know, maybe slightly faded, maybe a little crispy. Yeah. <laughs> Some mothballs in there. Um, you had that, uh, the Love Language set the first year. That was incredible. And Bomb- the Bombadils set the first year. I really loved. Um, the one band that we've had on Groove in the Garden that was not from North Carolina, Matthew E. White. The mm-hmm. second year, his set was phenomenal. Uh, Skylar Gudez. 
I mean, it's hard to pick one because these are all bands that we love. Yeah. So it's like picking between your children, which you don't do. Yeah. We actually just had Skylar in the studio a couple months ago. I think that was back in June, May. It was a really good performance, though. Um, and, of course, Bombadil is always good. And, well, I know I'm, I'm biased because you're from Durham. I think Skylar's also from Durham. Yep. Anyway, um, what are you most excited for about this year's music festival? Do you have any acts that you're looking forward to the most, or I don't know, uh, vendors that are coming? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> we can talk about that a little bit. One. I think we're gonna have yeah. a different one. You go first. Well, she's been there every year. The the Lemonade Lady. She'll be well, back mm-hmm. from Jones's Lemonade. She's yeah. always super psyched about the festival. <laughs> it hopefully, it won't be super hot. But if it happens to be super hot, you're gonna be living at her tent. Oh, I'm wow. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this year we've got all sorts of great uh, vendors. North Carolina Football Club will be out there raffling off tickets. Um, there's a nonprofit that's got a national presence called Pinups for Pitbulls. They're a pitbull advocacy group. They'll be out there raising awareness. Um, there's some um, local crafters that make handmade jewelry and leather purses, things like that. Um, Steadfast Design will be out there. They make custom wood, really beautiful furniture. If you've been to the poorhouse, the cabinet that we have behind the bar was built by Steadfast Designs, and also the drink rail around the balcony upstairs was built by him as well. Um, food trucks this year, we've got Baguette About It, Bam Pow Chow, Will and Pops, and Longleaf Swine. Uh, we'll have a couple other dessert vendors out there too, but as always, we've, we'll have uh, Foothills beer flowing out there. We'll also have wine this year, and coffee from Larry's Beans. Um, so the offerings are plentiful. There's going to be lots of cool things. We'll, be total probably about 25 vendors down in the garden so if you need to break for music you can go check them out there's also a kids zone so it is an all-ages family-friendly event so if you're bringing the kids definitely go check out the kids zone uh this is the sec- third year we've done it the second year it's curated by little by little they recently just opened a downtown drop by drop-in daycare service um so last year when they did groove in the garden that was their first event that they did and since then They've actually opened a physical location and are now uh, operating every day of the week. So we're excited to have them back. And uh, what else we got going on this year? There's just always there's always curveballs around every corner that you can't plan for. That's the magic of mm-hmm. a festival like this. Right. You can plan and you know all these experiences, but it really takes a takes on a life of its own. Well, another really fun thing uh, we're gonna have yoga. Uh, with O2 Fitness. I'm not sure. if we, Do we great. know who's playing for that yet? Uh, no, we we're don't. Gonna, we're going to find <laughs> It's a not a festival without a yoga play? stage. You want to play that? <laughs> Did you, play mu- you play music at the yoga stage? Well, it's going to be a separate it's gonna thing. It's going to be like pop-up yoga okay. in the Rose Garden. Well, I don't know if I'm the, the artist before? for the yoga thing because I, I don't know if I have enough like quiet stuff. It would be too loud. <laughs> I mean, I'm down, though. I'm down. I can tone it down. I can Tracy Chapman it up. <laughs> you know, I can do it. Yeah, I think Pie Face Girls should play that stage. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Pie Face Girls, yes. We've been talking about doing this for a long time. Uh, we've It's always been centered around Hopscotch. We should do this like the Saturday morning before everything starts and get a workout instructor and a band and do the punk rock alarm <laughs> clock and yes. have a 30-minute workout of headbanging and mosh pits. And, yes. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. I'm trying to convince the Let's city to do, do it. it now. <laughs> Let's do it. Film it. Great. Speaking of Pipe Face Girls, I think I'm going to take another music break. Um, just showcase some more artists playing at the Groove in the Garden Festival. Uh, they haven't released any new music in a while, but, you know, we're still loving their, their old stuff like uh, Busy fighting the good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait till they, they put out more. 
but this song is Dude, Your Girlfriend Sucks by Five Face Girls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello, we're back on WKNC 88.1. That was the song I Don't Think You're an Angel Anymore by Kate Rudy. Pretty depressing track, but also what a great voice. (laughs) (laughs) Before that was uh, Do Your Girlfriend Sucks by Pipe's Girls. (laughs) So positive. Um, Before we we go through uh, anything else, we're just going to be giving away a pair of tickets here on the air to the Groove in the Garden Music Festival, which, just a reminder, is September 22nd. What day of the week is that? Um, That's a Saturday. Cool. Nice. So if you want to hit us up at 919-515-0881, you can get a pair of tickets to the Groove in the Garden Music Festival. It's a great venue. It's some great bands. Call us up. Again, that's 919 Five one five oh eight eight one. Without further ado, though, if uh, Emily wants to play another song, all right. The song is called "Let the Paint Dry." It's a cautionary tale about not jumping into things too fast, which I will probably never listen to. <laughs> <laughs> What a great performance again. Thank you so much. <laughs> what was that song called again? I'm so sorry. Uh, late the, let the paint dry. The, oh, my God. Thank you. Looks <laughs> like you're holding your mic for the rest of this. <laughs> it appears so. Um, that was hilarious. We, we, got yes. <laughs> we got about five minutes left in the hour. Um, just wrapping up back with the guys, Charles, Adam, and Emily. Uh, talking about the uh, Groove in the Garden Music Festival. Uh, I think that, Adam, if you want to... Wait, no. Charles, if you want to... Yeah, I'll go ahead and give people a little more information. So, uh, yeah, so we just heard from Emily Mussolino, who's one of our artists on Groove in the Garden, and uh, just letting people know it's uh, it's an all-day festival uh, on Saturday, September 22nd. Tickets are available right now. Uh, at RaleighLittleTheater.org. And then uh, we are actually, uh, Adam, is some of his folks are going to be out tonight at Movies in the Garden, which is also at Raleigh Little Theater and the Stevenson Amphitheater. Tonight we're showing Labyrinth. That's awesome. I know, we're pretty stoked. It starts what time the, is that? The movie starts at 8.30. We're having a movie party with the Alamo Draft House. That means there's going to be a host, there's going to be participation, it's going to be super fun. And so uh, we'll have concessions, and uh, basically the the doors open at 7 p.m. Movie starts at 8.30, and they're going to be out there selling tickets to Groove in the Garden, and you pay no fees if you get them tonight at Labyrinth. So that that's a good way to get those tickets. And then it's um, Raleigh Little Theater. For those of you who haven't been there, uh, we're just a couple blocks north of Hillsborough Street on Pogue Street, 
and just a couple block west of Cameron Village, 301 Polk Street's the address. So we'd love to see people out there tonight. And uh, and then, you know, information's also up on the website. You can follow us on social and all that as well. Cool. Uh, one more question. I guess this one's pretty simple, but where do people park? Is there a lot of parking usually? People have to... Yeah, well, the nice thing, if you come from uh, from NC State and just walk up there, that's a oh, really right. good mm-hmm. way to go. Um, you know, we also, Go Raleigh is one of our sponsors, and so they really encourage people to ride public transit there. Uh, but, you know, biking is a great way to get there. Uh, carpooling is a great way to get there. We have a parking yeah, lot. Don't try we, to park. <laughs> yeah, you know, just a little further down on the just list of ways it. we recommend getting there. Okay. And then uh, we kind of, uh, we prioritize, uh, you know, parking for people who have disabilities. So there's, you know, there is, there are some spots, um, some handicapped spots. And, uh, but it's a really good idea to try and, you know, ride a bike, carpool with friends, stuff like that. Actually, parking at NC State, there's tons of parking at <laughs> NC State in the evenings and on the weekends. So yeah. as long as you just double check the sign to make sure that you're not parking in a 24-hour spot, most of those spots are available. And so we also encourage, because it's just such a short block from Hillsborough Street. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, thank you guys so much for being in the studio. Thanks for having us. And again, you can, for Groove in the Garden, you can get tickets at RaleighLittleTheater.org or ThePoorHouseMusicHall.com. Just scroll down to September 22nd. Tickets are only 10 bucks, so grab yours, grab one for your friends, and we'll see you in the garden. Okay. This is WKNC 88.1. It's your DJ, DJ Broccoli, in the studio, signing off. You're listening to, you're, you're listening to, you're, you're, WKNC FM, WKNC Raleigh.